War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle spot number 29. First day of September, football month. It's 90 degrees outside. That's not good. Uh, but it's 73 degrees inside the Georgia Dome, I'm sure. Uh, so, so that's always good. Um, the depth chart came out today. Praise be to Malzahn. The depth chart came out today. We had something to talk about, although everything in it had the word or, 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 um, or Muschamp pretty much said it didn't matter. Um, I'm not mad about the ors like the beat reporters like to be because it personally affects them, but, um, you know, there were no, I don't think there were any massive, massive surprises. I guess the only thing that kind of surprised me was that Trey Williams was listed as an or and was actually listed, his name was first, um, over Casanova McKenzie, or equal to Casanova, Casanova, and then he was also listed as an or with Chris Frost. So it looks like Trey Williams is going to be playing uh, as we kind of expected. He was highly touted coming out of high school and didn't play a ton last year, but maybe he's he's stepped up. But again, as my champ said, the defense is specifically fluid on the depth chart, and a lot of the depth chart, a lot of his. Um, rankings, I guess you could say, of the players ha basically had to do with how he was yesterday. Um, Trey Williams actually said that a few weeks ago uh, when when I went to practice and, and at the press conference afterwards pretty much said the if you did good the day before, you're going to be the first person to practice. You're going to be the first rep the next day. So basically Trey Smith did well at practice yesterday because now he's listed at least tied at number one with the rest of the the rest of the uh, linebackers, um, semi surprises that Rock Thomas is the is the number one running back. Javon Robinson is is an or with Peyton Barber actually listed as the last name. Not that that matters, but you think on an or the second name is the second best. But um, we kind of all thought Javon was going to be the man, and then Rock Thomas would also kind of be the man part two uh but um it's not rock thomas which i'm totally fine with that play whoever's the best uh javon was awesome in juco two years ago uh last year he was hurt and it wasn't doing so well but uh didn't do so well but um you know the coaches said about two or three weeks ago that rock and peyton were doing the best and i kind of thought it was coach speak and trying to get javon to step up but apparently not um but like the wide receivers, like the linebackers, uh, all running backs will play. I mean, I don't, I don't know if Kerryon Johnson's going to play a ton. Malzahn did say today that he would play, but you know, right now everybody's going to play. It's still kind of a practice feeling out session, uh, and and they're going to see who does the best in game time situation. Um, one position that is not that way is quarterback, though. Uh, Jeremy Johnson is the leader. We've known it for a long time. Um, Sean White is right right below him, and <clears throat> that's all been good to go. Um, let's see, anything else? Daniel Carlson is not going to punt and do all that stuff any anymore. He's just going to be the place kicker, which is good because apparently he got really tired last year um, and was actually the last play that we have seen was doinking one off the – doinking? Is that a word? Doinking one off the – uh, upright in the 
blasted Outback Bowl. I hate the Outback Bowl. Um, so, yeah. Uh, other things. Students are going to be allowed into the stadium to watch the North Carolina-South Carolina game Thursday night. I guess that's cool, but I'm not a student, so it's not that cool. Uh, tomorrow on the site, I'm going to kind of get a little real. We've got from the other sideline, I interviewed Mark Ennis uh, from Cardinal Chronicle, Card Chronicle. Uh, he writes for SB Nation. He's also, he also hosts two radio shows uh, with ESPN affiliates up in Louisville. You probably know him from Twitter, Mark Ennis. He will be doing from the other sideline, and it's very good. He's very complimentary. But he's also very informative, and he doesn't like their alternate uniforms, so you know that's good. Um, last night, it kind of came out. I'm not sure who originally posted it. It might have been the Wall Street Journal, which would be very ironic. Um, they posted their rankings of best grammatical fan bases, basically. They went to the SB Nation blogs. I'm not sure why they didn't go to warblogle.com. But they went to the SB Nation blogs and read the comments. Somehow ran it through this site called Grammarly or something like that that can pick up typos. So they ran all the comments, and I think they even ran the blog post through that site. And it told us which fan bases and which sites had the most or the least typographical errors. And the number one best, least, this is kind of hard to say, the least typos was Auburn. Uh, the 25th, the last team on the list was Alabama. Uh, somebody at work made a good point today. Is that How does that include, you know, that, that's tough for them to even be on the list because it's probably, 25 is probably high because how many of them don't even have the internet? I mean, think about that. It's like they're not getting their full, um, they're not getting their full allotment of, of people to put typos out there. What about the people who write on the bathroom walls that misspell Paul or uh, say All Barn or things like that? I mean, and that's another point too. Surely, and I think the Alabama SB Nation blog, which hated this, hated this idea, they said, you know, what about purpose, purposeful typos like misspelling Paul or making fun of people. Dwags. I like to say go Dwags because there was an actual sign that said Dwags. I don't know if it was a joke, but a few years ago at a Georgia game sign that said go Dwags. So I pull for the Oak like a bull Dwags. Um, but yeah, that was, that's kind of cool. We're, you know, we're all public administration majors. We were given a degree, but we know how to spell on a blog in the comments section, except Warbloggle because nobody comments for some reason. Is it too far down on the page? I don't get it. I mean, I've had the probably the two most commented on posts I've had in the last three years were both about the band. This year it was about the band not playing reverse drammer jammer anymore, and it probably had 50 comments. And then a few years ago uh, at the Ole Miss game, it was their homecoming, so the Auburn band was going but wasn't going to get to play, and that was apparently a miscommunication. That got a ton of comments. Everything else, I could sit there and write, spend three days writing a post, and somebody might go, this is good. Put your put your thoughts out there. That's Comment on it. Not like just talk about the how I wrote it or whatever. Put your thoughts. I think 
every single prediction, preview, all that. I want to see your predictions and your previews. But anyway, um, these bloggle spots are now on iTunes, if I haven't told you. I posted that today. You can see them on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, RSS feed if you know how to do that. So there's all kind of places to do this. Uh, thanks for everybody that's listening. Someone Snapchatted me the other day, last night, saying they were listening in their car over Bluetooth. And I want to hear the video of that because I want to hear how hick I sound over a car stereo. Uh, so that'll be good. Uh, I think I've said so that'll be good about 12 times in this this uh, episode, I guess you could call it. Uh, so yeah, we're four days away. Jason Smith and uh, Jeff Holland, not Jake Holland. But and not Jake Holland's dad, who is named Jeff Holland, but Jeff Holland, the freshman off, off outside linebacker, four days away. The fourth best game of the last 30 years at Jordan Hare is the interception game against LSU in '94, which until you know, there's there's got three more until uh, the Georgia game in 2013 or the Iron Bowl. That was kind of the craziest thing ever. There's a few games above it in the list. That doesn't mean they're crazier because, you know, four interceptions, really five interceptions in the second half, uh, one that ended the game in the end zone. It's pretty crazy. LSU wasn't good that year. Auburn was decent. Auburn was good. They were still undefeated from the year before. Shouldn't have had to have happened, but it did, and it did. Um, so, yes, four days. We're almost there. That's it. Bloggle spot number 29, done. War Eagle.